أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In the name of Allah, the gracious, the most merciful Today, we will be looking at the seventh chapter from the Holy Quran Surah Al-A'raf or the heights, a surah which was revealed in the holy city of Mecca with 206 verses. The Meccans lived in a tribal society that was based on depending on the powerful individuals within their tribes. Each tribe had a head for this tribe and this person who was the leader of the tribe was the wealthiest person. And he was the commander in chief of his tribe. And the tribe would have to listen and obey this person. Therefore they believed that the gods which were placed in the Kaaba, were in favor of this person, and that's how ultimately he became the head of the tribe. Then there were the average people, the average people that literally were nothing compared to them. And of course, when the religion of Islam was established in the Arabian Peninsula, a lot of those average people believed in the message of the Prophet Muhammad and they loved the message and they embraced the message and once they wanted to convert to the religion of Islam then the head of the tribes would convince them that that is not the right thing to do you're going to weaken the tribe and you're going to create enemies for us and you're going to upset the gods so they would tell them, but what would we say to God in the day of judgment? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our creator. In return, they said, well, no. We will speak to God. We will intercede on your behalf. We will make sure that you are not hurt. If anybody wanted to hurt you in your grave or in the day of judgment, tell them the head of my tribe told me not to do that. Or the elite members of the special league. Then... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces a picture as if it's already happened of the Day of Judgment. قالوا نعم فأذن مؤذن بينهم اللعنة الله على الظالمين. This is a conversation between the people of paradise who are now enjoying the bounties of God and people who have to face the punishment of God. There's a conversation between them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala records this conversation in a past tense. Why? 
It's because Allah wants me and you to say, look, don't have any doubt that you will all die. This is how God wants us to look at His promises, that they are certainly going to take place. Don't have any doubts. So there's a conversation between the people of paradise and those who receive the punishment of God. And they ask them, وَنَادَى أَصْحَابُ الْجَنَّةِ أَصْحَابَ النَّارِ أَنْ قَدْ وَجَدْنَا مَا وَعَدَنَا رَبُّنَا حَقَّ We have truly witnessed that God has fulfilled His promise to us. فَهَلْ وَجَدْتُمْ مَا وَعَدَكُمْ رَبُّكُمْ حَقَّ Did you find that God is truthful or did you find that He had false promises? Allahu Akbar. قَالُوا نَعَمْ Yes, indeed, God was truthful. فَأَذَّنَ مُؤَذِّنٌ بَيْنَهُمْ Now somebody declares something. أَنَّ لَعْنَةُ اللَّهِ عَلَى الظَّالِمِينَ Curse of God is upon those who are unjust. The tyrants, the bad doers, the evil ones. And similarly, Allah speaks of those heights between the paradise and the hellfire. And how there are there, there, there are rajal, special men who know everyone. I don't have time to get into the details of this. Who are those men? Not angels. Who know everyone that pass? And who have authority on that day and who will be honored on that day. My respected brothers, sisters, this is the Qur'an. We have to contemplate on this Qur'an. Who are the rijal? First of all, who are men in the Qur'an? Men as in biologically they are men? No. Men, once the word rijal is used in the Qur'an, it's a reference to those who have the qualities of real men. Fidelity, bravery, generosity, rijalun sadaqu ma'ahadullaha alayhi. Allah in one verse says, they are the ones that fulfilled their promises. So this chapter was revealed saying, look, just like those guys sin in that league and give you false promises, they are nobodies in the day of judgment. And those who are weak and outnumbered, and, and today you look at them and and they may mean nothing to you, they will be the representatives of God sitting on the heights of Araf. And then they are able to speak. And the story is fabulous, it's amazing. It's full of energy for those who love the right individuals, who love those who surrounded the Prophet Muhammad And obviously this chapter is full of beautiful verses. For example, take a look at the 31st ayah. Ya Bani Adam, khudu zinatakum inda kulli masjid. Make sure you beautify yourself at every house of worship. And this is something we need to learn. When we go to the houses of worship to go well-dressed, neat, smelling, fabulous, looking fabulous, it does not mean if you're religious and you're godly, then you have to live poor. 
Allah says answers this in the the next upcoming verse. قُلْ مَنْ حَرَّمَ زِينَةَ اللَّهَ الَّتِي أَخْرَجَ لِعِبَادِهِ وَالطَّيِّبَاتِ مِنَ الرِّزْقِ If Allah has given someone rizq, don't make it haram onto them to look nice, to dress nice, to look fabulous. You cannot do that. What is haram? In the next verse, 33rd. قُلْ إِنَّمَا حَرَّمَ رَبِّي Allah has made forbidden al-fawahish. The sins, the sinful acts, the ungodly acts. This chapter is full of amazing lessons and amazing verses. And I would like to take you to the last page just to pinpoint some of the verses and then we will conclude. Verse 199, God says the best form of charity to give is forgiveness. And then enjoining the good and ignoring the ignorant ones. This is the first best form of charity. And then Allah in this 200th verse says, If you feel the whispers of Satan, then seek refuge to God and God will be with you. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, until next time, I leave you in the protection of God. Peace be upon you. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs>